0: Eric Metaxas Charlie Kirk and more unfiltered unapologetic truth find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on local now channel 525 the following program is pre-recorded this is simply for women a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life the daughter who faces the challenges of the day and for those women who want to deepen their faith God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, here we are, girls. It's Jennifer. It's such a great day to pray, isn't it? It's such a great day to draw close to the Lord. It's a great day to learn and grow and just to be together. I, you know, I just want to encourage you in your walk with the Lord, wherever you're at, just take that next step. Just keep going. He loves you. He longs to be with you. He wants to talk to you. God is, he's closer than we think, you know, just. Take a deep breath right now, just wherever you're at, just uh, you know, just a deep breath he He gave you that he gave you that breath, just slow down and stop and and recognize him today he He wants to be with us. we're in the middle of a series. We're going to play a clip in a few minutes from the church next door when we talked about there's got to be a better way. Why don't we just pray and and, and spend some time in prayer? You know God wants us to have confidence in our prayer it says in hebrews here's your memory verse you ready you need a memory verse today right uh hebrews 4:16 says then let us approach god's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. He he we can go before his throne as his kids in confidence and say, God, huh, I need your mercy, I need your help, I need you today. I remember uh doing this with my husband one time it was snowing. It was kind almost Christmas time but not quite. And we what what a terrible time to try to sell a house, right? We were trying to sell a house. We had fixed our house up and we were going to flip it. We were flipper uppers, you know, I was definitely not Joanna Gaines, but, you know, was trying to, we had remodeled this house. We were going to flip it and wanted just to start the new year fresh and get this sold, but it's Christmas time. And I was talking to one of my, my good friends and, and sometimes it's right in front of your face. She said, well, have y'all, have you walked the property and prayed over it? And I said, well, no, I, I don't know that we have. And so she said, "I want you to go home. Go as a couple. You're going to walk to the four corners. You're going to pray over all four corners and ask God to bless it, to release it, and and to sell it." And I said, "Okay." So I get home. It's dark. It's snowy. And I tell my husband this project uh, of prayer that we have. And you know, you know, he's like, "Right now, okay? Like, there's all this snow on the ground. It's pitch black outside. We have six acres." and so I'll never forget it so we put our snow boots on and our coats and grabbed the dogs and here we go and we went to each corner and we asked God Lord would you have your way you know how hard we've worked on this you know what we need from you and would you sell the house and so we did that we went to all four four corners and prayed and joined together in confidence asked God for mercy and grace in confidence as it says in Hebrews here And that's what happened. So we went, we went back in and then it it was not a matter of a week and that house was sold, which was unbelievable at the holiday, you know, right in the holiday season. And I even had the tree up and everything. So God worked that out and I don't know what he wants to do in your life. I don't know what is big that you need to ask him for today, but I want you to know that you can trust him, that you can ask him for big things that he wants you to believe in him. You know, it says in uh, John 16, 24, Jesus said, until now, you haven't asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. And, and then, you know, Jesus brother James, right? He says in one James 1, 6, when you ask, you must not uh, doubt. You must believe because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. And so today I just want to encourage you to, you know, join together with your family, your spouse, your friends and pray for something big. And so we're going to play this clip, you're right in the middle of the sermon and and here, here it goes. Listen in. What about this one? Tom, uh, my unified place, when we unify together. Tom Rayner. I think I have a quote for you. He was a recent CEO of Lifeway Christian Bookstores. And if you go to his website, he really understands the church. He understands the church in America. And just this week, he wrote a blog and he said, we need fervent prayer more than ever in our churches. I agree with him. We need to change. We need to pray more. The church is in a desperate way to have him and to pray more. Look at this. Romans 15, 5 to 6, May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had so that with one mind and one voice you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So when we come together together, We have one mind, and we have one voice, and it's a unified place in prayer. There's more power in it when you you agree together. This Wednesday, I will be here at 7 a.m. if you want to join me for prayer. So if you think about it, we can join together. Do you have a prayer partner? I challenge you to find a prayer partner. I have two or three, and we just text bullets back and forth. Prayer, 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 prayer. It's an exciting way. What about your spouse? Is your spouse your prayer partner? I have a lot of people say, you don't understand. My spouse doesn't pray. And I say, okay, well, I have a little secret for you. This works 90% of the time. This is only based on my, my experience. <laughs> but you say to your spouse, "Can will you hold my hand, honey? Yes? And then you say, would you agree with me in prayer for the kids, the finances, you know, fill in the blank. Nine times out of 10, they will say, yes. And then you pray it. What are you waiting for? You pray it, and they're agreeing. Do this at bedtime. Do this at dinner time. Over over, and over again, and then it will become part of who you are, part of your identity. We were in Panera Bread just this week with my parents and my sister, and we had prayed our typical, God, thank you for the food and, and all of that. And then... My sister said, wait, wait, wait. I have some foster kids that I'm praying for. Would you all agree with me? It was so refreshing. And how exciting. You know, you're with your parents and your sister, and you're holding hands in Panera Bread, and you're agreeing together for someone's child. That's unified prayer. There's nothing better than holding a chubby little five-year-old's hand and agreeing together in prayer. And I tell you what, if you want something to get done, agree with a child. <laughs> it works. Their prayers are so powerful. So that's the unified place. What about the revived place? You say, Jennifer, my my spiritual life feels dry. I feel discouraged. I feel defeated. I, I've lost that first love. Well, there's a revived place. And and the secret is prayer. It comes in prayer. You know, sometimes when you don't have the words, you can pray a song. I love to pray a song. If you don't have the words, find some music. There's a song that I'm singing over someone in my life as a prayer and that is my prayer for them because I can't write it that good and I know that that would be beautiful for their life. So a way to revive is when you begin to pray a song, sing a song to the Lord over your situation, it will revive you. Psalm 85, six, will you not revive us again? that your people may rejoice in you. And you know, there's a revived place in prayer for a church, there's a revived place in prayer for a city, there's a revived place in prayer for a nation. We need it more than ever. You know, in the King James Version, in Isaiah 59:19, it says, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard against him. Have you ever felt that way? Have you ever felt like it's just a flood of the enemy, all kinds of negativity or bad things happening, and and it just doesn't seem to stop one after the other after the other? It can happen in your life. It can happen in a city. But what did God say? I will raise up a standard against it. You know, the Lord is also a wind and a flood, and he can push back on the enemy when we ask him to. As your pastor's wife, you know, your pastor and I, the only thing I sometimes could imagine to explain it to you, it's like holding a wall. That enemy wants to come in like a flood, and in prayer, we intercede, and we hold back that wall, and we say, God, you send your wind, you send your flood, and then here's the people. Church, grow, church, pray, keep going, keep going, keep going, serve, reach, do, pray. You can do that for a city. That's when the revival comes here, and you hold it back. God is raising up intercessors today. There's someone here that God will raise up to pray, to pray for this church, to join us, to pray for this city, to join us, to pray. What would happen to the west side? What could happen? A revival in our day like we've not seen in a really long time? Have you cried for that lately? It took me till 3 a.m., To cry for the people I'd flown halfway around the world to see. It takes time in the presence of the Holy of Holies to get his heart. But it's worth it. Revive. Revive yourselves. That your family would be revived. That this city could be revived. That's on God's heart. Don't we need revival? Wow. I mean... I know that our our women met just Sunday and we prayed together and we saw God do amazing things in his presence, you know, answers to prayer and healing and touch and just encouragement. You know, we do need revival. We need to revive our own hearts. And we yeah, I remember um, meeting some girls who last year we did a, a women's conference and every time we met and it was over Zoom because of the virus It was at the beginning of the coronavirus. We prayed and we prayed and we prayed together and it was so encouraging. So I hope that you will unify together. Find that prayer partner. Find someone to agree with you. Begin to pray. Pray for our churches in our city. Pray for our nation that revival would come, that hearts would be turned back to God. And, you know, if we will pray, he will answer. It's his job to answer and it's our job to pray, And so I hope you will join me in, in that prayer for revival for our city and our nation. Um, if you want to hear hear more about this show or participate in some way, go to jennifer-jackson.org. The Simply Joy book is here. Uh, you could be a guest on the show. I'd love to hear from you. Maybe you want to just share that you're listening and that you have an idea for the show. So go to jennifer dash jackson.org and there's more of the show coming up you don't want to miss it this is a great show we've been having such a good time together and so stay right with us you're listening to simply for women and i'm jennifer jackson